Thanks for listening to Hanging With The Sotelos Podcast Gracias, Ariela. Familia, we just had our first difficult time with our first grader, Ariela, at school where we did not know what to do. What do you do in that situation as a parent when your child is in tears and says, I don't want to go back to school? You cry with them. <laughs> I'm afraid of going to school. Serious talk. And immediately you think there's a bully. Mm. ¿Qué le hicieron a mi hija? ¿Qué claro. le hicieron a mi hijo? What's that little mocoso's name? Let's pull up. But then you find out. It's not another student in class. The issue is with their teacher. Oof. That's exactly what we've been through. And before we get into the details, Familia, we'd like to thank God for giving us another opportunity to hang out with you. Yes. My name is Edgar Shaboy Sotelo, and this is my wonderful wife, Jeanette. Hola, hola. Te amo, bebe. I love you. Guys, this was one of the most difficult things as a parent. It was heavy. You don't want anything to happen to your child. Yeah. That week was heavy physically, spiritually, mm. mentally. You can, we were off. It was about the second week back to school. Our daughter, Ariela, who absolutely loves school. I think we should give a little bit of context. Dímelo. We all got sick. <laughs> the girls were really sick. It was like we were barking at each other. We were coughing and we're like. <laughs> but anyways, we were just all sick. So the girls missed their first week of school. Yeah, the girls went to school like the first two days and then they were sick for like four and then they went back to school, lack of sleep. You know when everybody's sick. It's it's chaos. The first week of school is crucial. And it was worse than COVID. It was. Like we all tested negative for COVID varias veces because we couldn't believe it wasn't COVID. So all that taken into consideration, mm -hmm. it was a Tuesday morning. I'm at work doing the radio show, Shaboy Show. Janet calls me and says... Babe, I need your help. I'm on my way to school. Ariela's in full-blown tears. Fear. Fear. Temblando. Literally. Mm -hmm. She doesn't want to go to school. And I'm like, why? Is she getting bullied? What's going on? Let's pull up. Que se necesita? And Janet says, no. She's afraid of her teacher. Yeah. And I'm just like, mind-blown. I'm like, what? Afraid of her teacher? Mm -hmm. It's the second week of school. Like, it's first grade. Que onda con esto? Mm-hmm. And we had met her teacher once before. She seemed cool. Different than Ariela's kindergarten teacher. Mm -hmm. But then again, in first grade, it's different, right? It's not so much playtime. It's more like, en serio, you got to learn certain things and so on and so forth. I come home from work. Jan and I talk to her. And trust me, we're not the parents that are like, oh, you don't feel good? You don't want to go to school? Okay, you don't go to school. No. Right. We're like, no, we need to work this out. School's important. It's like my job. It's like mama's job. This is your job. We encourage them. Yeah. Yeah. You got to work it out. Unless they got a full-blown fever. We don't want other kids to get sick, et cetera. Right. right. Anyways, we finally talked to Ariela. What's really going on? Mm -hmm. And a little bit of context, babe, can continue. Ariela loves school. She loves it. Yeah. Absolutely loves it. Like she'll tell me, mama, get up. Can I do homework? Can we work? And I'm like watching TV. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Gracias a Dios. Loves to read. Yeah. Loves to do homework. Draw. 
Alani también va en ese camino. Her little sister. Ariela's six. Alani, her little sister's four. A little bit of context. But they love it. They, they love school. Ariela had an amazing kindergarten year with her teacher. Always came back super full of joy, trying to tell us what happened at school. Her teacher, que este, que el otro, sus amiguitos, amiguitas, whatever. So just giving you context. This is the opposite of Ariela. Yeah, we never had an issue with kinder. And this is a great school from what everybody has ever told us, and that's why we have her in this school. Entonces... She says, I'm afraid of my teacher. I'm like, why? And she says, she doesn't smile like my kindergarten teacher. Mm -hmm. She's always rushing me and telling me, you got to do this, you got to do that. And everybody goes so fast, fast, fast. And then she said, I raised my hand yesterday because we came back from lunch and I needed to use a restroom. And she stopped the class and said, hey, everybody, listen up. If you want to use the restroom, try to go to the restroom during recess or lunch, not during class time. Because you're going to miss out on learning time. So she's like, Dada, I felt embarrassed. Mm. Everybody knew I had to go potty. And I felt so sad. She felt called out. She still allowed, our, her teacher allowed her to use the restroom. Thank God. Because then that would be a different problem. Mm. I felt so bad for Adela because she felt called out, embarrassed at that time. And it also brought me back a memory of when I was in first grade, babe. What? I didn't know that. What happened? When I was in first grade, same situation. I raised my hand after lunch and I asked my teacher if I could use the restroom. And entonces my teacher said, no, you got to use the restroom in recess and lunch. No te dejaron ir? And I said, no, I really got to go number one. <gasps> she didn't let me go wow. because I didn't go during recess or lunch. So what did I do? <laughs> I peed my pants. Ew. And we were sitting in that little round table. You, had, you have other classmates at your table. And one of the <laughs> oh kids called me out. Oh my gosh, that's Be worse. Because a little puddle started happening at the bottom of my <laughs> chair and you started hearing the pee drip Stop. into it like a waterfall. Tenía que hacer del baño cañón. That's And so, so look, it's like, ew, teacher, Edgar's peeing. Ew. And then the teacher got mad at me. Like, what? That's gross. Like, you can't just pee in class. And I was just quiet. But in my head, I wanted to tell her, you didn't let me go pee. Did you cry? Yeah. Oh, that's so embarrassing. So now she sent me to the principal's office and I got this big old stain in my pants. And kids started calling me El Miado. Ay, pobrecito. O El Mion. I forget which one it was. I tried to block it from my life. And they called my parents. They called my mom. Y gracias a Dios, my parents stood up for me. Mm. Even though they didn't speak or understand much English porque somos inmigrantes de Ocotran, Jalisco, Mexico. I explained to them, Dad, Mom, I asked to use the restroom. I wasn't allowed. I couldn't hold it anymore. I peed. I know it's not correct to pee in class. Like, my parents raised me better. Pero no te dejó la maestra. Pero no me dejó ir. Entonces, ¿qué hago, güey? Pues me mie. You know what I'm saying? What else am I supposed to do? I'm six years old. Entonces, ¿escuchaste a Ariela? Yeah, so I heard Ariela's story, and I was like, I felt for her. I felt that pain. Gracias a Dios, ella sí la dejaron ir. Pero a mí no me dejaron ir. So, and I'm so grateful, and, and I want to share this with you as parents. I felt so glad that my parents believed me. They heard me, and even though they didn't understand the language, they asked for somebody to translate, and they stood up for me. And the teacher promised me that I can use the restroom whenever, however I wanted. Mm. Not in the classroom, though. Not however <laughs> I wanted. <laughs> Go pee in the corner. Como perrito. No. Um, so, the first lesson for us there, right, is... How important it is for you and I as parents to actually hear our children right. and to believe them. Yeah. 
And we get it. A lot of times our kids will make up stories because they don't want to go to school and they'll make up tummy aches or they're sick or whatever it is. But really, this is so different and out of character for Ariela. Right. We believed her. Mm-hmm. And, and when my parents believed me, it made me feel like my parents were on my side. If we don't hear our kids out, then they're going to go to somebody else to hear them out. Mm. Yeah. Y que mejor que nosotros como padres, that we have their best interests for them. We want to be the first people they come to to feel comfortable to hear, right? And again, guys, this is the first time this happens. So right. we're sharing this experience and what we've learned. Hopefully it helps you out, but we're not experts. I mean, this is our first child in elementary school. It's the first issue we have like this, right? Right. And it's also a learning experience for all of us because this was real life. I mean, in kinder, her teacher would help her put on her backpack. Mm. Y nuestras hijas están bien mimadas y, y las queremos mucho. Y va first grade Ariela and she's like, wait, what? Why isn't this teacher helping me with my backpack? Why is this teacher calling me out? So it's Challenging all different. Me. But it's like, it was an opportunity for us to talk to her about, this is how real life is. You know, not everybody is going to be the same like your kindergarten teacher. It was a challenging moment because we were seeing her in pain. But at the same time, it was like, listen, life is hard and different and you got to toughen up and we have God. And this is an opportunity to remember that God is with you and he's going to be for you. And nothing is going to affect you if you are a confident little person, a confident human being, because that's going to give you the strength to carry on in life. Godfident is mm-hmm. not only having confidence in yourself, but even better, having confidence that God will prosper you and having confidence in your God-given gifts. Amen. That is the difference between confidence and, and Godfidence. Yeah. And babe, that is so powerful. And I think that was such a teachable moment for our daughter because let's be honest, guys. Sometimes we can be very overprotective as parents. Es la neta, están super chiquiadas. Especialmente with our firstborn. Yeah, true. <laughs> very overprotective. We all make that mistake. We overprotect our firstborn. Y ya el segundo y el tercero is like, ah, yeah, whatever, figure it out. <laughs> La neta. Bueno, so, Alani's super independent. Yeah. She's great. <laughs> and this was an opportunity. Yes, you are being heard, Ariela. We hear you. We're here for you. At the same time, mm-hmm. it was a wake-up call for Jen mm-hmm. and I that she lives in a bubble. Mm-hmm. We do a lot for her. And we need to empower her instead of just doing things for her. And how many of us, how many of you are guilty that as soon as your child cries or whatever, we're there, we're, we're there to help them, which is great. But at what point are we just enabling them and then building these codependent relationships that are going to affect them in the future Mm. when they build a relationship with a friend or somebody that they're dating where they depend on that person for everything or happiness or joy and they don't know how to be independent and that the only person they should truly depend on is God. Mm -hmm. And we're here as guides to help them and parents. But so it, it was this balancing act. Of we got your back, Ariela, we hear you, we're going to figure this out. At the same time, you're growing up, you're in first grade now, it's different. It's yeah. more challenging. And just because people tell you, hurry up, you can do this better, you can do that, it doesn't mean that they don't like you. Because she said, I don't think my teacher likes me. It doesn't mean they don't like you. It means they believe you can do better. that God has even bigger things for you and you can do better. And with practice, you're going to get better and grow. And an example I gave Ariela at that time, right? Because she's like, she wants me to do everything so much faster. And I was like, Ariela, do you remember a year ago when you started playing football, soccer, and you dribbled really slow? She's like, yeah. I encouraged you. Coaches encouraged you. And now a year later, you dribble really fast compared to then. Guess what? It's because you practiced. And you had people pushing you and encouraging you. And she kind of understood that. It was like, same thing in school. You're in first grade. 
you got to be more independent. It's okay. And I said, but the bathroom situation, we're going to talk to your teacher and we'll go from there. Y gracias a Dios and our listeners from the Shaboy Show, because I talked about this on the Shaboy Show, we had a lot of teachers call in and encourage us. And coming up next, we'll tell you that Tuesday, that event happened with Ariel where she cried. And Wednesday, after school, we already had a meeting with her teacher and her school counselor. Mm-hmm. And it's not us trying to get all Karen on the situation. <laughs> but we wanted to better understand and have a third party there. And this is very important for you as a parent. If you have an issue at school, whether it be with another student of your son or daughter or with the teacher or staff member, you always want to have a third party involved in the meeting that you have in person. Because at least you will have a witness. If things do not get solved, you will have a witness a third party, and saying, hey, this happened, this is how it really went down if things progress negatively. Coming up next, we'll tell you all about our in-person meeting aquí and Hanging with Los Soteros. When you're a Delta SkyMiles Reserve American Express card member, your favorite meal in another city is just an online booking away. Así que conocerás dónde se consigue el mejor pan dulce to have with your morning cafecito in L.A. Where's the best pupuseria in the Bay? ¿Y dónde encontrar la salsa verde más rica en San Antonio? Because you're the travel foodie. The Delta SkyMiles Reserve American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know reserve. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a house. It's your home. The place that's filled with memories. The early days of figuring it out to the later years of still figuring it out. For the place you've put down roots, trust Amica Home Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. Love, before we share what happened at our school meeting, with Ariela's teacher, who she felt did not like her mm-hmm. and she was afraid of. Mm-hmm. How did it feel for you dropping off Alani, our four-year-old, and Ariela, our six-year-old? And for the first time, you see Ariela literally shaking in her seat, crying, saying she's afraid of her teacher. And you're in that car ride. As a mom, how did it feel? I felt her same tummy ache because I was getting upset and I didn't know who to be upset at. I was like, should I be upset at the teacher? Should I be upset at Ariela? Is she lying? Is she not lying? But something's off. I was feeling discouraged. I was feeling anger. And I was feeling like I couldn't do anything to solve the situation. Because seeing my baby in tears and like afraid, it's like, like what really happened? Like I feel What's like... What's really going on? Yeah, yeah, at that time we have no idea, right? It was it a be lot of... Worse. It was a lot of worry. And it was just devastating. Honestly, like I didn't even know what to do. So I had to call you and you know, we communicate all the time. I'm telling you, we're a team, (laughs) we're a team, but it was hard. It was really hard. And then it made it worse because her little sister was watching her. So all of a sudden the little sister was having a tummy ache and it's like, how do I control this God? And this is where the breathing prayer comes in. Like, Lord Jesus, give me peace. Let me be a role model. Let me not cry with her. Let me Mm. just have peace and patience. And it was like, really hard because you don't know what to do and you don't want to just react exactly because when we talked about this on our radio show the shaboy show a lot of people were calling like yo let's pull up what's up with that teacher not letting your girl go into the bathroom prima she's like i got you let's pull up it's not about 
parents versus teachers. Right. So I felt all of that, right? And as soon as I dropped off Ariela, I had a feeling she was going to go to the nurse's office. And I run into my friend that works there. And I said, hey, this is going on. I don't know what to do. And she was amazing. She said, set up a meeting with the teacher yep. and talk it out. And it was like, all right. And I talk it over with you. And yep. you were so proactive about setting it up. And I, I appreciate that from you, you know, to let's let's handle this. Yeah. And we sent an email, not explaining everything, but we just sent an email to the teacher and the school counselor who had also talked to Ariela because Ariela wasn't feeling well. And we said, hey, we'd love to meet with you after school today. And the teacher responded immediately, said, absolutely. I'm there for you guys. It was really helpful to hear this from some of our listeners from the Shaboy Show who are teachers about the fact that Ariela, when she asked to use the restroom that day, her teacher made an announcement out loud, hey, try to go during recess and lunch. And she felt embarrassed and called out at the time. Mm-hmm. But it was interesting to hear the teacher's perspective on this. Yeah. Here is our first listener, Erica. And this is what she had to say. She's a teacher. So as educators, we're taught to use teachable moments. And when things are happening in the moment, that's when we take the opportunity to teach students like, hey, right now is not a good time for this. Or right now is an excellent time to do this. Right. Sounds like the teacher wasn't malintentioned. I didn't know that. Right. That teachers, when they go to school, when they're getting their credentials, etc., they are taught that if something happens in your classroom and it's a teachable moment for all the students, mm-hmm. say it out loud. Right. You know, because if this is an issue that could happen further out or with more students, then say it out loud so everybody can learn from this situation. Can you imagine if we didn't know that a six-year-old no tiene idea? No, nada que ver. A six-year-old feels that they're being called out. Exactly. Like what for, for our daughter, it was like, what's wrong with me asking to go to the restroom? Right. Right. And mm-hmm. raising her hand. Ahora también nos mandó este mensaje Sarah. Hi, Shaboy. I just wanted to comment on your daughter's teacher. I'm a high school teacher. A lot of teachers at the beginning of the school year are strict in setting up their expectations for their students and their routine, uh, especially with the little ones. So I think maybe that might be what's happening with your daughter's teacher. A lot of teachers, especially older ones, there used to be this theory like don't smile until after Labor Day. So that way the kids know that you're serious. And she probably has really high expectations and she will smile once everybody kind of knows what she wants. Mm. So just hang tight. Mm. First of all, thank you to your listeners for sending that and for, you know, being open about it. Yeah. But who knew that, guys? (laughs) The old school teachers, which Ariela's teacher is a veterana Mm -hmm. and... We heard as soon as Ariela got this teacher, what did you hear from other parents and teachers, babe? <laughs> Be honest. As soon as I saw that Ariela was on the list of her class, one of my friends was like, oh, I heard she's strict. Yep. And I was like, oh, my goodness. Didn't know what to think. But honestly, I was like, oh, this might be good. You know, yeah. structure is great. We support it. We encourage it. Pero bueno. One of the strictest teachers in that elementary school that Ariela goes to. So, but who's that? Like, who knew that, babe, that you could, some teachers like, don't smile for the first two right. weeks. Um, you got to set the standard. You got to set the expectations, be a little more strict so that kids don't walk all over you. Yeah. Anyways, we finally have the meeting in person. Which, by the way, you handled it very well because I was like, me va a salir el coraje de mamá. I'm gonna Mama be like, bear. Like, I'm going to be attacking this lady. Like, why is my daughter crying? And like, what are you guys doing to her? But, you know, I was like. Let my husband take over. You're very proper and you <laughs> know what to say. And you handled it very well. And as soon as the teacher said, you know, I set the standards so that the year goes well, I was like, my shoulders dropped. And I was like, okay, she's doing a great job. But babe, for those of you going into this meeting with a father-mother combination, Jen and I talked about it beforehand. 
how are we presenting this to the teacher? What's what's the outcome that we want? We prepared. So for yeah, the we meeting. prepared so yeah. that when we're in the meeting, Janet's not saying one thing. I'm saying another. Or talking over each other and making no sense. Yeah, we prepare. Or one of us is attacking the teacher and the other one's being like... Super nice. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> no. So anyways, one of the things that helped me so much is that I called my friend Hal, who's also a principal. Hi, Hal. <laughs> out in the East Coast. We didn't know if Ariela should be present or not. Yeah, which we were going to have. To share her feelings with yeah. her teacher. And he said, absolutely not. That was so helpful. He said, your daughter's going to think that no matter which way this goes, she's going to think she did something yeah. wrong. Yeah. What did I do that now my parents are talking to my teacher and my teacher's talking to me? And then he said, if you bring your child, you won't be able to have an adult conversation with mm -hmm. the teacher. Yep. And that was so helpful, too. Because guess what we found out? That not only did Ariela had asked to go to the bathroom, but eight other kids had asked to go to the bathroom. Can you imagine being the teacher? In that same hour? Yeah. So how did we start the meeting? We started the meeting in an encouraging way, thanking her teacher. Because when we saw her, she was tense. I mean, we got La the, maestra, the, the teacher. We got the school counselor there. We got the teacher there. She was very tense. Her shoulders were up, guarded. Yeah. Because she felt like here comes another couple, some more parents <laughs> entitled. They're going to complain. You know, it's always our fault protecting their kid. And I said, Miss Blinky Blank, first and foremost, I want to thank you so much for your service to our children. We are so grateful for the fact that you chose to be a teacher. We know these are very difficult times to be a teacher for many reasons. One, kids' attention spans are really low, more than ever before. Mm -hmm. Two, the political and social environment that we're in is challenging even now as a teacher as well. So we just want to thank you and honor you mm -hmm. for dedicating your life yeah. to empower and educating our children. Mm -hmm. And immediately once we came at her this way, yeah, you saw her shoulders drop. Right. But this was a really good learning lesson for us that Hal shared with us, right? To be a, what is it called? Sandwich or hamburger? Yeah. Que lo podemos aplicar en cualquier cosa en la vida. Start with the positive. Like talk about the issue. End with, with the, the positive. positive. I love that. That was so good by Hal. Yeah. And you can apply that even with your pareja. Exactly. <laughs> you know, hey, I really love that you're like this and like this, but Pero. you're annoying as hell. No, just kidding. <laughs> but I still love you. <laughs> right. She dropped her shoulders. Yeah. And she said, thank you. And then we said, hey, you know what? Yesterday, Ariela came with this issue and we want to share it with you. We're not saying it's your fault. We're not trying to attack mm -hmm. you. This is an issue our daughter's having. Which she had no idea. We feel that we are partners with you as a teacher and as parents to help our daughter grow and develop spiritually, emotionally, yeah. educationally, et cetera, right? Academically. Mm -hmm. And then we shared with her, you know, she cried. She said she was afraid of you. Uh, you don't smile as much as her last teacher. And, you know, we shared the bathroom situation that she mm -hmm. felt called out and embarrassed. And she said, I am so sorry she felt that way. She said, I want to share with you that in the beginning, we got to set standards and expectations Mm. I didn't mean to call her out. At that moment, I felt really well because I was like, she's not attacking my baby. Right. As a mom. And she said, I had no idea your daughter was feeling this way. Yeah. Thank you so much for yeah. sharing this in person and not just an email. Yeah. Because a lot of times emails may come off the wrong way. Yep. Because I now understand you. I, I can see who your daughter is. And thank you so much. And another friend who's a teacher, her name is Ilda. She actually teaches first grade. She said, Hi, Edgar, mm -hmm. it is so important for parents to come to us in person rather than just send off an email mm -hmm. because then we get to understand your values and who your child is 
through you as parents. Right. Now she's going to remember us when she's dealing with Ariela. Yeah. And she said, going back to your point, babe, she said, when Ariela asked me to use the restroom, yeah. she said there was about eight other kids that had asked to use the restroom in the same hour, and it was interrupting class time too much. Yeah. I will always let your daughter use the restroom. Please know that. At the same time, I had to make an announcement because if we as teachers, especially in first grade and any grade, mm -hmm. if we don't set the high expectations and the standard in the first couple of weeks, these kids will walk all over us and take advantage of us. And I believe her. Yeah. Because let's be honest, as parents, our kids sometimes do that. Yep. So it was just such a great conversation. Then eventually we had Ariela come in. They hugged it out. They hugged it out. Without teacher, knowing the real issue. <laughs> yeah, Ariela had no idea. The teacher got to Ariela's level, said, hey, Ariela, I just want to let you know, you can use the restroom whenever you want. Mm -hmm. Just raise your hand, but definitely try to use recess or lunch because I don't want you to miss class time. Right. And uh, they hugged. Yeah. And ever since then, Familia, oh. it's been about a week and a half now, Ariela loves school again. Thank God. And her teacher's been so amazing. She's like, she's like, guess what, Mama, Dada? She's even smiling more. Gracias a Dios. Thank you guys for letting us vent. Everything worked out so amazingly. <laughs> yes. Well, and uh, we just want to share with you, if you have an issue at school with your child, yes, you can send an email or a text or however you communicate and go off on the teacher yeah. or administration, or you can go in person, thank them first of all, foremost for what they do, because it's not easy, acknowledge where they're coming from, then share the issue mm -hmm. and be partners in this. Yeah. Because if you come in guns blazing, Trust me, it won't be helpful for the situation. We just want to thank you so much for always being there for us to be able to vent and share our experiences. We don't know it all. We're just getting into this stage of being parents with kids in school. But we want to share this journey with you and encourage you that we got to be there and be an advocate for a child, but not overprotect our child. And communicate and listen. Let's empower them. Let's encourage them. Let's challenge them. Because that's how many of you became the person you are today. Oof. You were challenged, you were empowered, and you became independently strong. Our kids need to know that we're there for them. At the same time, it's going to be more powerful to teach them how to figure stuff out on their own and to understand that there are different personalities in life. And not everything is easy. Mm -hmm. And we're not always going to be there in that moment to solve things for them. We love you guys. If you want to connect with us. Hashtag Losotelos or Losotelos.com. Janet's Instagram handle is at Discovering Agape. For me, it's at Edgar Isotelo. We love y'all. Remember to love, serve, and celebrate each other. Los queremos mucho. Y ánimo. Thanks for listening to Hanging With The Sotelos Podcast. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car or a house. It's the four wheels that get you where you're going and the four walls that welcome you home. When you combine auto and home insurance with Amica, 
we'll help protect it all. And the more you cover, the more you can save. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.